All right. Ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to this live recording of the Spark the Artist podcast. I'm Steven. And I'm Matthew. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, New Year's resolutions. Uh, but before we do that, Steven, <laughs> I would just like to let all of you know that it is Stephen Duncan's birthday. Happy birthday, Stephen Duncan. Thank you. Are we going to insert like a applaud track later on? Oh, we on? can. Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. So like, obviously, this is a live recording. So, um, you know, if we make any huge mistakes, it's you're going to see it. As opposed to if you just listen to our podcast, we tend to, you know, yeah, and I, I make ourselves look a little I, better. I think it's super interesting um, if you're watching because you get to see the raw, like, Stephen and Matthew. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, it, it, it's different than listening to it. Yeah. Also, we're not wearing purple. It's just, it's a lighting yeah. thing. We look like, we're, I'm wearing almost completely black and this jean jacket and he's wearing. I kind of like this though. I might, I might go for purple and black shoes in the future. Yeah. That's, that's kind of funny. I think it depends on the, you know, what you wear. Anyway. What, well, if I'm in front of this right. camera, it's just right. all, yeah. it's it all, all matches. Yeah. It's, it works. Right. <laughs> But yeah, so today we are going to be talking about New Year's resolutions for 2019, both personal and artistic. So do you want to jump in first? Yeah, uh, I'll start with my personal New Year's resolution um, for the year, which is to read 12 books. Okay. Um, for those of you who aren't good at math, that would be one book a month. Um, the, and the reason, that doesn't sound like a lot, but it would be about nine more books than I read um, last year. Um, if I if I did read 12 books this year um, and it's always been something that I really want to get into and I never have had the time or the energy to do it and now I feel like I'm at a place where I, I have that time where I can set aside 30 minutes a day to read to read um, and I'm really excited about that do you uh, have any books that you're looking at yeah, already I'm reading a book right now uh, called God has a name it's about, it's like a theology book I've heard of that it's super good it's super interesting um I don't really know how to describe it to you uh, instead of like really like, it's just really interesting, and it's it's written in a way that it's really easy to understand. Okay. Um, and it's just it's really good. And then, um, I'm not really looking past that right now because I'm mm -hmm. trying to just like focus on this one book. Right. Um. But yeah, so that's my personal um, goal for the new year. Um, artistically, my goal is to release more music. And th the thing is, I would get so like caught up in like perfecting a song that it would take me months to write a song mm -hmm. get it, record it get it released um but my goal is to release um whether it's a cover or an original or just like a like a recording advice video okay like i'm i want to release it like one to two videos a month at the start and then maybe get uh more often um, upload more often. Yeah. Um, because it, it's something that I, I want to do and I want to have like spread into the world and it, you can't do that if you just keep it with yourself and are trying to like get it as perfect as it can be. Right. Like, there's a point where good, it, like good enough is right. good enough. Yeah. So it's that's ready my, when it's ready. Yeah. Yeah. That's my artistic goal for the new year. Yeah. So yeah. Right on. How about you? I don't, well, I was going to say, like, with the whole book thing, I feel like I get into such a bad habit of, like, starting books 
and I'll read like the first three or four chapters yeah. and be really into it. And then once the book kind of loses steam for me, then I'll just kind of flip through to whatever looks interesting right. chapter wise. Yeah. So I've got a lot of books that I've partially read. I've at right. least I've at least partially read all the books that I have. <laughs> um, but it's kind of rare that I actually finish a book right. start to the end. Yeah. You and, know? and I I uh, I kind of am with you on that one. Um, I get like halfway through a bunch of books and then mm. I never finish them. Yeah. But that's that might yeah that's yeah it's I don't know it's weird like I feel like our brains are so wired to like quick hits of information yeah. or yeah getting the specific information that we need as opposed to with a book you're kind of settling in for a long form conversation on something right in a way right um depending on the type of book which i don't know about you i don't really read fiction i don't, either. I don't read i would say i don't read a lot of fiction but I haven't read it, like any fiction right. <laughs> in quite a while. Yeah, I, uh, I, I agree. I think it's because if I want to know something, I just like look it up and it's right there and I've got all of the information that I need. Mm -hmm. But with a book, it's more of like a, like a, a knowledge journey, I guess you could yeah. call it. Because you're, you're learning the entire time, but sometimes something would feel more um, important than something else. Right. Um, so you, you would, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. It kind of forces you to interact with the idea as a whole right instead of like a sound bite or a quote yeah. or something like that you have to read everything in context which is good and yeah i think that's important and uh, for me a lot of it is staying focused on a book and like if i'm reading i get distracted super easily so um like if i'm reading i'll, I'll start looking at something on my phone right and then i'll i'll get caught up in that and then the book will just be like yeah. open <laughs> like over here and I won't I won't even pick it up again do you uh do you listen to music while you read I do okay see yeah. I can't I can't do it yeah and I, I can't not interesting which is which is weird like because I uh a lot of times I read in like a coffee shop or something because I don't like reading um I don't really like reading at home I just I have a hard time focusing you want people to know that you're reading oh yeah that's what it is yeah uh -huh. <laughs> um no I don't have a I, I have a hard time like focusing at home so if I don't have headphones in, I hear conversations around me, mm. and then I'm like, oh, what are they saying? What are they saying? So when I have headphones in, um, it's kind of like, it's just like background noise. I got you. Yeah, if I, if I listen to music while, yeah, I will tend to, <laughs> thanks Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> I will tend to um, zone more into the music and right. then not be paying attention at all to what I'm reading. And then that'll distract me and I'll be like, oh, I wanna listen to this other song now. And yeah. I start thinking about what song I'm gonna play next. Um, right. Yeah, I don't know. I have that weird relationship with music where if there's music playing, that's, that that's is in the front of at. my yeah. head at that right. point. Yeah. I get that for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so for me, um, I don't, I've never been one to give myself really specific resolutions. Right. Um, by the time in my life that I learned that New Year's resolutions were a thing, I also learned that New Year's resolutions can also be kind of a joke at the same time. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, why, why make them if it's just this whole, like, mm -hmm. it's going to be over by February or March if you're really right. resolved and only like 2% of people 
that's a random number, but yeah. a very <laughs> low number of people actually follow through on their resolutions as they described them. Um, but yeah, so for me, on a, on a personal side, more on a spiritual side, um, I think just kind of, I've always had the idea that no matter what your religion or what your belief is, if you're going to say that you believe something or subscribe to a certain faith, then you should, you should be all into that. And right. if, if you're not, then, then it really does you no good. Um, so for me, and trying to stay kind of centrist on this, but um, for me, it's just, you know, I've, I say that I, I belong to a certain faith and so I really need to be doing the things to, yeah. to cultivate that and um, just continue to grow spiritually, which right. I think is an important thing for everybody. I agree. Um, again, no matter um, what form that takes for you, mm -hmm. um, it's good to be spiritually active yeah. um, if, that's, if that's your thing. Um, and then on a non-spiritual personal side, just trying to take a little bit better care of myself. Yeah. Um, you know, having gone through a semi-major right. <laughs> health <laughs> snafu yeah. later. That's what you could call it that. <laughs> <laughs> later in, in 2018, um, even though in a follow-up appointment, the doctor was like, you know, it was, a, it was a random thing and there's not really anything you can do to like prevent it from happening again, should mm -hmm. it des decide to happen again. It's still kind of a wake-up call. You're right. like, well, uh, there are definitely things that I could cut out of my life or, or uh, integrate in mm -hmm. and, and eat more regularly and healthily and not drink 10 cups of coffee right. a day and, right. you know, just yeah. kind of stabilize health-wise a little bit more. Yeah, and I, I think that's interesting that you bring that up because it's also like a uh, perspective shift, I bet. Like How so? Kind of, like you, you, I think you realize like what's... Like when you when you go through something like that, you kind of realize like, okay, this is what's important. Oh yeah, um, like this is not with health <laughs> at all. Yeah, like, I mean, if you if you want to open that can of worms, like I'm, yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> um, no, that was a really interesting thing that I experienced, especially like sitting in the hospital. I was in the hospital for a couple of days, um, and it it was kind of amazing because so many things cleared up for me um, like wow this is just really not important or I'm spending way too much time worrying about this or or stressing out about this um, or even like this this relationship in my life this friendship this you know whatever right. is not good for me and maybe I'm putting more into it than is being returned, which I, I think that that's something that you should do as a person anyway. Like you shouldn't only have friendships mm -hmm. where you just, friendships, working relationships, anything like that, where you just expect an, an equality because that's not realistic and that's not really right. how it works. Um, but there definitely are times where you're staying in whether it be friendships or things like that, that just aren't good. And I didn't have a lot of that as much as, like when you're in the hospital for a couple of days, the people in your life that come to visit you, that send you a text, that try to call you, mm -hmm. 
those tend to be the ones that that separate themselves right. a little bit, you know. And I, it's not like I didn't I didn't broadcast the fact that right. I was going through no. that. So the only some, reason I knew is because I was there. <laughs> I, so I if, if someone didn't know, you know, the chances were low that they were gonna find out. But right. you know inside a close circle of friends, that's, that's hard to yeah. avoid, yeah. Uh, no matter how private you try to be. Um, but yeah, so I really felt like I wanted to um, engage in my friendships a little bit more, because I really mm-hmm. felt, that was something I discussed with my roommate a lot uh, over the last few months, is just feeling kind of disengaged from right. friendships and not feeling super close to very many people. Um, and wondering why that was or what I could do and, and stuff like that. And like one thing, I guess this is a resolution, but it came after New Year's and had nothing to do with New Year's, but like I've deleted all the social media apps off my phone right. just this week. And it's amazing how much more time I have if someone texts me to text them back. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not work related, that stuff used to tend to like, okay, I'll, I'll answer that later and then never answer it. Right. Um, and then, you know, it's an, I kind of was amazed by how much just brain space and time opened up once I did that and didn't have that constant, like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what's going on on Instagram right now. Yeah. Um, you know, so that, that has helped a lot, um, even just on the, mm-hmm. the personal engaging with people side of things. Um, So yeah, I guess resolutions come down to um, taking a little bit better care of myself, both physically, spiritually, um, and then also really wanting to just engage with people more than I have been and cultivate good relationships and friendships more than I have been. You know, because there's nothing wrong with work and there's nothing wrong with being really into your work. But when you let that be everything, um, those relationships just like right. wither at the vine, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I think I think those would be the, the biggest things for me. Yeah, what about like artistically, if you have any? Artistically, it's interesting because oh, did we get an, if Stephen isn't reading my Facebook posts, <laughs> I have no reason to. I, okay, I'll take a side step for that, Kyle, because I religiously read your Facebook posts. Um, honestly, I can say I don't religiously read anyone's Facebook posts except for yours because it's always that perfect dose of like life truth and hilariousness. Yeah, I would agree. I would um, agree. So, yeah, you <laughs> keep going, man, because your Facebook game is so strong. <laughs> Um, you are you are to Facebook what many people are to Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. you're keeping the medium alive. Right. Um, I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so artistically, um, well, one big one that we have in common is we're doing a show together. Yeah. This summer. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, so. That's going to be so much fun. I'm really excited about yeah, that. It's going to be a blast. We've already had some production meetings for it. Um, and it's going to, I religiously thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm excited to kind of delve into that creatively. And the nice thing about this, I mean, it's only the second show that I've directed here. Um, but now 
it's interesting to kind of sit down with it and be like, okay, what can I take from what I learned with the last one I did and integrate it into this one while right. still keeping it fresh and keeping it original and serving this story and not just trying to do what worked in the past. Yeah. Um, you know, so kind of making it its own thing while still integrating the things that worked before um, mm -hmm. and keeping those lessons. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be, that's gonna be super fun. Um, but yeah, so on the other side of things, because I feel like I feel like everybody kind of knows my work here, um, mm -hmm. and I I don't have any new artistic resolutions for my job here at the art center necessarily because it's such a constant uh, want or a constant desire to self improve. Right. Um, that it, I couldn't say like this year I'm going to blah 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 because make I make better sets. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean. I'm constantly like, okay, I've done this set before. I need to, I need to do something new. Right. Um, I get bored with myself easily um, when it comes to sets, so I'm, I'm almost always trying to find something new to do with it. Mm -hmm. um, but for photography, which is what I do outside of this, um, I felt like 2018 was probably the year that I grew the most in that art form. Mm -hmm. um, I had started trying to move into portrait work in 2017, but I didn't feel like I really um, got my footing in that and found myself creatively mm -hmm. um, until the beginning of last year, um, working with a few really great people um, that were able to look past my insufficiencies as a portrait photographer and right. still collaborate artistically and then once you kind of get those two or three shots you're like okay maybe I can do this yeah <laughs> um, and really after the whole uh, medical snafu as yeah. we're calling it yeah <laughs> um, I was kind of backed up here so I really only took like three or four shoots in the last three and a half months mm -hmm. of uh, 2018 so for me, because I felt like I was really getting into a good groove and I was booking a lot, uh, for me, I really want to get back into that and be booking more. And I'm actually working on a new project, um, which is going to be a photo book about dancers. Oh, yeah. Um, because I've realized, and that was honestly, I did two shoots at the beginning of last year in the snow with a couple of dancers. Um, and they're still some of my favorite shots I've I've ever taken. You ever need me to dance? I'm I'm there. Uh, you're so good at it too. I know. I could capture that forward yeah. roll mm. really well. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to I want to get a good number of uh, photo shoots with uh, dancers and and really work on compiling that work and. Uh, I'll probably, I'll see how it turns out. I'll probably try to sell it and market it and all that, but even, right. even if that doesn't really work out, it's something I'd, I'd like to have for myself um, just to kind of have, like it's amazing the difference between just looking at your work on your computer and having a printed version right. of your work. Like yeah. it is so different. Um, 
So shooting more regularly, booking more jobs, um, but then also working on, on that book in that specific area of portrait photography that I've found myself really, um, I guess, passionate about right. uh, or inspired by would mm -hmm. be more accurate. Um, so yeah, I, those would be my personal and artistic New Year's resolutions. And it's interesting that you, you bring that up about kind of finding your um, like you're, like hitting your stride mm -hmm. um, as far as like portrait photography because it's the same in music mm -hmm. like you, you get a couple songs out and you're like okay like these are doing well yeah I might be able to do this more often um, and then something happens like a medical snafu <laughs> or like I, I haven't really had anything I just had like insane writer's block for like two months so mm -hmm. I couldn't get anything out so when something like that happens it's kind of like man like take a step like a whole couple of steps back after mm -hmm. you took like one forward yeah um so it, it, that's really frustrating but yeah it's that's interesting that you mentioned that because i feel the same way yeah i mean it's the same way honestly with with building sets yeah like there was i can actually remember there was like one set that i made early on working here and i was like okay maybe maybe i'm actually halfway decent at this right um you know, and then from then on, I kind of had that confidence. And I've had some subpar sets since then, um, or at least subpar to me. Um, but having that first one or two, because I remember Les Mis was another one where it was like, oh. okay, now not only can I design a good set that I like and looks cool, but like this is legitimately so cool. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. Um, no set I would rather die on. <laughs> have you ever, that brings up a question in my mind, have you as an artist ever created something that almost forces you to like step outside of yourself, like it's not even your own work? Hmm. No. And maybe it's different I, because with a voice, it's yeah. so personal. It's, and it, like even like lyrics are so like, like I don't know. They're so they like personal, but also like introspective almost. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't I don't think so. Not with music at least. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think so. Yeah. Just because it is such a personal thing. Yeah, and maybe maybe that's the difference for me. Like with certain photographs I have, like I can still look at them and and be like, there's no way that I did that. <laughs> right. Um, and it's easy to take yourself out of the equation when you're not in the photograph, you know? Right. Yeah. So you don't have that personal connection to it in that you're in it. Um, and even sets, like it's kind of rare that I'm on a set performing that I built. Mm -hmm. um, it's happened a couple times, but you know, it's rare. Right. So I can always just be sitting in the back and be like, wow, that set is really cool. And I almost disconnect from the fact that I did it. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, that's kind of a cool thing um, as an artist when, yeah. you, when you can create something that is good enough that you can look past I its deficiencies. I w actually, this is like, it, I it's kind of what you're talking about. When we did Wrinkle, yeah. Wrinkle in Time, um, I saw like the kids make 
like acting choices mm -hmm. that I like recommended or that we had talked about. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I yeah. I was like super proud of that and like man my work and Michaela's work and all, everyone who worked on the set and the, uh, the tech team and like with the lights mm. like we worked so hard on those lights and they yeah. looked so good yeah um so yes actually with that yeah yeah well and that's such a testament to to theater too like it's so easy to lose track of your own participation mm -hmm. in it um, yeah. because it's so collaborative you know even if you influence an acting choice ultimately it's up to that actor yeah. to integrate it into their performance exactly. and they have to make it their own. So it's no longer just your idea, it's your idea combined with their uh, enthusiasm right. and their ethic. Um, you know, and it's, I feel that especially as a designer who kind of has to be in the meetings and design the set, but also integrate a lot of other people's ideas into right. the set. Um, um, and then overseeing like the lighting or the sound design or whatever, um, but then pulling other people in to become a part of that. Um, mm -hmm. And then in a really good tech week, pulling in enough people to where I just get to like float and do, where, right. do whatever I need to do and not be tied down to a, a soundboard. You know, those are really great weeks for me, especially in that regard of, of being able to admire uh, that collaboration mm -hmm. of everybody from the actors to the directing team to the technical staff and designers. Right. That's a really good way to yeah. put that. Um, but yeah, so as we're, we should probably start wrapping up yeah, now. Probably. Um, although this has been fun. Um, moving forward, with the podcast in 2019. Um, obviously, there's something going on a little different as you're watching us. Yeah. Um, I'd like to keep doing this. Uh, me too, yeah. Um, we've got the two greatest uh, viewers ever right now, which I think are still Kyle and Gabby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you guys. Maybe in the future that'll be more than two, but even if it is just two, it's still yeah, fun. It's still fun. Um, I'd like to keep doing this. Um, uh, one thing we've talked about before is doing a few more, uh, just us kind of talking about certain topics. Yeah. Um, and I think it'd be really fun uh, to get feedback from people who are uh, listening uh, or watching um, yeah. on topics that you want us to discuss, um, or even suggestions of would you mind trying to discuss it with this person because we are still going to try to have yeah guests. and that's the thing if you have anybody that you want to hear from whether they're affiliated with the arts or not mm -hmm. let us know and we'll we'll reach out to them and try to try to make that happen yeah um but yeah i think we are going to do more just like discussion based podcasts yeah. moving forward um because i i mean i've loved the the interviews that we've done um and i'm so grateful that we've even had people that are willing to yeah. sit down with yeah. us and like share their stories and share what they do. And that's so cool. Um, but it is easy for that to become the same thing uh, week to week, not only for us recording it, but for you, anyone who's listening or watching, you know, yeah. it's kind of that same format of like, okay, so what is your history with the arts? Or yeah. if they're from the art center, your history with the and art we, center. And we don't want it to be, to get like boring for 
the audience. Yeah. Um, and not not that the people are boring. It's just like that that format. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so just kind of reaching out artistically, even with this form of a podcast. I mean, we just did a Christmas special yeah, in video did, yeah. form and then also released it on the podcast. If you haven't listened to it yet, go on to iTunes, go on to the Sound Art Cloud. Center's SoundCloud, go on to the Art Center's YouTube channel and watch A Very Berry Christmas. I know it's not Christmas anymore, but it's still super funny. It is funny. So it's, we're pretty proud of that. It's really funny. Um, you can hear me, if you watch it all the way through, you can actually hear me speaking in a voice that is ungodly high. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly crack up every time I hear that yeah. at this point. But <laughs> but please, go watch A Very Merry Christmas. But doing more stuff like that, yeah. you know, if someone's got like, hey, I wrote this script. Yeah, that would be it. awesome. Like yeah. if, you guys, if, you, if you have a script that you've written and want it to be performed, let us know. We'll do it. We'll cast it. You mm-hmm. can help cast it. It'll be great. We've got so many like actors and actresses here that are just always down to do stuff like that. We had what, like six people, seven people yeah, on six, that seven, one yeah. outside of just us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it w- that was a really fun collaboration uh, for sure. So uh, anything like that is totally, totally welcome. Yeah. So. We don't have a ton of firm plans for 2019. Actually, no, probably none of them. <laughs> probably none, no firm plans. It's really just been ideas that have been discussed, um, and then we'll look to integrate in different ways. But yeah, just kind of trying to keep it fresh and keep it new and uh, keep it exciting. And um, yeah. 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 So thank you guys so much for watching, or if you're listening uh, later on when we release this, which will be uh, this coming Monday. Um, thank you guys so much. And I want to say, because I always forget this when we're just recording and doing it segmented, mm-hmm. um, the more like likes and comments, um, subscriptions, if you listen to the podcast on iTunes, please subscribe to yeah. it. Yeah, and leave a review as well. Leave a review. It takes no time to hit five stars or four stars or... Not, not three. Vote your conscience. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, so if you can do that, whenever we release stuff on YouTube, um, and that's just kind of on the Art Center side of things as well. Like we do trailers, uh, we've done some interviews, uh, we've got some podcast material mm-hmm. that's on there and will continue to be on there in the future. The more that you can subscribe on YouTube, like, comment, um, all that kind of stuff, that helps us out a ton. Um, and especially on like Facebook, the algorithms are so crazy that if, if you watch it or you click on it, but you don't like it or comment on it, like nobody, it doesn't spread very well. So anytime that you can share, like, do all that stuff, it helps us out so much and we, and we really appreciate that. For sure. Um, Would you like to say anything in closing? No. All right. Happy birthday, Steven. Oh. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to the Spark the Artist live recording of the podcast. Um, Yeah. Check it out on Monday, even though you've already heard it. Anyway, thank you guys so much. Happy New Year. I think that went really well. Yeah, I do too. That felt really good. Will be available soon on your timeline. Happy birthday, Steve. Yeah, there we go. Like all those comments.
so good. 147 people reached. 16 engagements. How is that even possible? 70 views. Huh? Huh? Just no one watching. Viewing, not watching. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. I know. Can I download it? More video settings. Video quality. Put the video quality all the way up. HD is okay. Autoplay always shows caption displays. I want to download it. Um. Clients that have red I don't know, man. Um. Like, what if you. Or no, go, yeah, go to that little guy. See more options. Create post, edit post, schedule expiration, notification, start watch party. Nope. You uh, right click. On the on the video. On the video. Show video URL. Go to the URL. Copy the URL. Copy video, oh no, show video URL. Copy that. Um, now go to video downloader. Like go look up online video downloader. Online Facebook video downloader. Thirty-one minutes. We do that for thirty minutes. Yeah. Force download HD. That's not an option. SD. It's almost a gig. Heck yeah. So that's downloading. I'm going to go stop the audio from recording.